The information expressed in the following podcast is intended for educational purposes only and was created by and belongs solely to Believe Limited and the Flow podcast and does not necessarily reflect the views of our sponsors. Please speak to your healthcare provider before making any medical decisions. Hi, I'm Jessica and welcome to Flow. I'm here with Sarah Watson, sex therapist, and we still want to know, how's your flow? Welcome once again to Flow, coming to you from Los Angeles, Detroit, and Austin, Texas today, because on podcasts and today in the world, we can have a group combo from different locations, like we're in space stations. It's great. And we're going to get right into it with Mimi from Deloon. We're going to hear all about Deloon's amazing support for menstruators. But first, a Flow tradition. We hope you'll join in, Mimi. To start off, we go around and normalize period talk with a How's Your Flow? check-in. Great to know where people are when you're conversing with them, where they're coming from, menstrually speaking, anyway. So, Sarah, could you kick us off? How's your flow? Thank you. Thank you so much. Yes, I can. I am very close to ovulation, feeling the feels, lots of emotions (laughs) right now. But how is your flow, Mimi? Thank you for asking. First of all, thanks for having me. And I love this tradition. I think every meeting should start with a little how's your flow check-in. We love doing this on my team, just talking about our periods all the time. But it really is helpful to know where you are in the cycle. And for me, I'm also close to ovulation at the moment. So we're on the up and up. I'm actually feeling pretty good. Hormones are in a happy place at the moment. But I don't know about you guys. My periods have been shorter the last few months, which is unusual for me. I'm usually very, very regular. And my hunch is that it is stress that is causing these slightly shorter cycles, which is something that probably a lot of your listeners have experienced in the last two years, I'd be willing to bet. As would I. Certainly. Yes, plenty of reasons to stress right now as a menstruator, Uh let alone as a human on the planet. We're going to talk about how those stressors might impact our menstruation and what we can do, how we can support ourselves to handle that stress. I will just say that in my flow, I'm post-ovulation, so it's a roller coaster ride down now with the hormones. And there's a lot more of like channeling the chi. I find it's a good time to get in touch with my cervix right after ovulation. So like Mm. clean hands, shower, literally checking in to see how things are feeling Mm -hmm. to the touch, not just hormonally or feeling wise. Wow. That's where I'm at in the flow. Mm, Thanks for sharing that. (laughs) My pleasure. (laughs) Let's get right into talking about Deloon right after this quick break. This ad is brought to you by Von Vendi, Von Willebrand Factor Recombinant. My name is Nicole, and my deciding factor is making my voice heard. To hear the backstory, drop by Von Vendi, that's V-O-N-V-E-N-D-I dot com slash patient dash stories. We are back with Mimi from Deloon. And Mimi, can you tell us about how this company started, your experience, and partnering with nutritionist Courtney Mazak? Shall we say your experience with insufficient period support from the medical world? Did that maybe your society at large? Absolutely. I mean, that's kind of an understatement. I grew up with really painful periods from age 12. I got my period at school. That was fun. Went to the nurse's office and she gave me some painkillers. And that started what I didn't know at the time would be a decade of just popping painkillers, you know, by the handful every period to just deal with the pain. It was pretty bad, you know, from the get go. 
As soon as I got my period, I had cramps, but it intensifies throughout high school into college. By the time I was in college, I I was actually studying engineering and we had these long labs that we had to do. You know, they're like four hour blocks and you go in, you have to finish an experiment, start to finish, right? You can't just leave in the middle. It's not like a lecture. And I just had such an awful experience with one of these labs where I got my cramps in the middle of it Mm. and you can't leave. So I had no idea what to do. I didn't have painkillers on me at the time. I was, you know, caught out in the middle of this. The TA, bless his heart, had no idea why I was crying in the middle of the lab. And I was literally like doubled over in pain, hunched in a corner, like feebly trying to finish whatever I was working on. And that was a real one breaking point for me. I saw doctors. They said, take more painkillers or go on birth control, both of which I tried, both of which I had bad reactions to. So I continued with this, you know, kind of reliance at this point on over-the-counter painkillers. And there was another instance in college where I started feeling really ill one day. I felt really lightheaded and I went into the clinic on campus and I had to lie down because I felt so faint. And I, the nurse asked me, okay, what's going on? I said, I'm on my period. They're usually really bad. She said, what did you take today? And I said, oh, a bunch of my doll. And she said, you're probably having a bad reaction to that, mm-hmm. which was the first time in my life that anyone had ever said that could be a possibility, which really blew my mind. I mean, that the fact that I was taking a medication that I didn't feel good about that was causing me harmful side effects that no one had mentioned in the last 10 years Mm -hmm. was um, alarming to me. And don't get me wrong. Like I'm really glad painkillers exist. And I think they're an important option that we all have for pain and they can be really effective for some people. And I think the real problem is in the misinformation that we have around periods. And you said the lack of support, right? So Mm -hmm. If a teenager is just handed these pills and it's not discussed, you know, how often to take these, you know, are these meant to be chronically dosed and taken by the handful month after month, year after year for decades of our reproductive life, these things take a toll on your body. And there was just never any discussion of other options that I had. So that is what spurred my, uh, my detective search to find another option in my early 20s. And I partnered with Courtney Mazak, who is my brilliant product formulator, mastermind, educator, writer. We we really hit it off in college and she was studying dietetics and nutrition at the time. So when I told her about the problems I was having, her first instinct was to do basically a a review of all of the clinical studies that have been done on dysmenorrhea, Mm. which is just the medical term period pain. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And what we found was that there are a number of natural ingredients that have already been proven to be safe and effective for dysmenorrhea in like the last 10 years. And we didn't see those ingredients really reflected in the market, which was Mm. a big head scratcher for us. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that started our whole journey of bringing together those evidence-based ingredients in the most potent combinations possible. And that's how Deloon was born. 
Necessity is the mother of invention. How <laughs> wonderful. And how, what year are we into Deloon's life? Let's see. So we met in college. That was about seven years ago. We officially started prototyping in 2017. So that puts us at five years ago. And then we raised a round of funding to really bring it to market and advertise to the masses. And that was 2020. Mm -hmm. So it's been two years that we've been officially marketing. Fantastic. That's amazing. I love that, that she was just like, hey, let's look at the research and the ingredients. And this is proven. Let's yeah. let's tap into that. It's very important. I think it, it speaks to Courtney's character too. Like she is just such an evidence-based person. She will not go into a situation without looking at what's already been said, reading the fine print, following all the citations, and drawing conclusions from there. And yeah, our minds were kind of blown actually when we were looking at the research that had been done because ingredients like fenugreek, for example, that have been used for centuries in you know Ayurvedic medicine or other traditions, I think the research, the clinical research, you know, what we consider the gold standard of research, which is a double blind placebo controlled clinical study it's just now catching up to a lot of these ingredients that have been used for menstrual issues. And now we have the data to prove that they can be safe and effective. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yeah, it's very exciting. It's an exciting time in the world of menstrual health, honestly. There is a lot happening. Yes. Yes. It's the time, the time of discovery. I don't want to, sorry, sorry, I don't want to jump ahead, but I'm curious. You're not going to give us the secret formula. We would never ask for that, but we know you have cramp aid, steady mood, energy flow, and then this rescue kit. It's a combo of all the different combination. Yes. Can you tell us a little bit more? I think it sounds so exciting to know there are these natural ingredients. Just where do they come from? What are these natural ingredients? What do we, what do we get to put into our bodies to support ourselves when we use Deloon. Yeah, and actually all of our ingredients, they're all in our packaging, on the nutrition label. Mm -hmm. You can, it, it's open knowledge kind of what, what ingredients we use. And we actually try to be really open and transparent about that and all of the research behind our ingredient choices. It's hard to bring them together in a way that is easy to take and is using really potent dosages. Mm -hmm. So that I think is our secret sauce is that we work with really great manufacturers to make these ingredients available to you in a combination that's easy to take and still really powerful. If I was trying to take these ingredients 10 years ago when I was in high school or college, I would be going to an apothecary and asking mm -hmm. for different packets of herbs and trying to distill them with vinegars and oils. And there's a whole extracting process that has to happen for you to have these really potent dosages. So that I would say is where, where Deloon is really um, invaluable to the customer. You don't have to go through that experience, but we love that everyone can know and learn about these ingredients on their own. So for example, Crampade, which is kind of our Hero product. It was our first product. My most urgent issue was, like I mentioned, the period pain. So it was stopping me from going to school. It was disrupting my life. I was taking painkillers for it. And so the studies that we referenced for cramp aid were all about dysmenorrhea. Mm -hmm. 
So we look at PMS and dysmenorrhea distinctly. So PMS can be used as an umbrella term and it sometimes includes pain, but it's more about the mood-related symptoms, the irritability, the fatigue. Dysmenorrhea is really that uterine cramping that you feel in your abdomen and sometimes in your back. So the ingredients that have been really shown for dysmenorrhea are fenugreek, ginger, donkwai, calendula, and then we have B vitamins and zinc. And these ingredients we just, we swear by because the beauty of it is they each target a different part of the period pain cascade. So this is something that Courtney taught me is that period cramps are usually caused by a combination of inflammation in the uterus, then muscle contraction in the uterus. The uterus Mm -hmm. is trying to contract and push out that lining. And then that creates a lack of oxygen in the uterus. So just kind of like when you're when you're on a long run, right? Mm. And you're getting cramps in your side or in your calves, there's a lack of oxygen there because you're you're running and you haven't had time to rest. So a similar thing is happening in the uterus when we're experiencing period cramps. And these ingredients help to target each kind of stage of a period cramp, if that makes sense. So cool. ginger and calendula are really strong anti-inflammatories. So they kind of cool that inflammation response. Donkwai and fenugreek are anti-spasmodic. So they will relax the uterine muscle. The uterus is a really strong muscle, Mm -hmm. by the way. It's like, Mm-hmm. She is it powerful. Does not play. <laughs> yeah. She is so powerful. She works out. Yeah, she I don't does. know how, how she's so strong. I mean, she could push a baby out. So, you know, that that shows you her strength. But Donkwai and Fenugreek are really, really helpful for telling her maybe don't contract as powerfully right now. And then for the lack of oxygen, we have B vitamins and zinc, and they help boost the flow of oxygen to the uterus. So all of these things in combination in therapeutic doses really target period cramps at the source. Awesome. Amazing. And such, and it's a few, it's not a ton of ingredients. It's amazing that's a few very targeted strategic combinations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, honestly, I get skeptical when supplements have like more than 12 ingredients because how are you fitting all of them in there? Right. How does, how does it, like just right. in terms of volume? Any little. Right. right. In terms of volume, the, a serving size of cramp aid is two capsules, right? And we packed as much as possible into those two capsules. They're liquid extracts that are mixed with um, MCT oil. Okay. So you can really absorb them well. And it, we honestly could not fit any more potent doses in those two ingredients. So we were very selective about which ingredients we're going to choose to maximize the potency in each in each capsule. Yeah, so that's that's Crampade, my, my baby. Saved my <laughs> life, honestly. And then, you know, once we introduced Crampade into the world and it got a really exciting response, I mean, it, it truly changed my period in my life. And I have three younger sisters too, so I shared it with them. And I, I really didn't want them to go through all the period pain that I experienced. And we were just really, really validated by the response that we were seeing in other people having success. And we started asking, what, what other urgent problems do you have? And PMS is definitely the second most common, most urgent issue that came up specifically 
mood swings or low moods that happen in the week before your period. I'm sure both of you have probably experienced this. Luckily, uh, (laughs) we're on the up and up of the hormones right now, but when they come down, they come down hard. Mm -hmm. So this was something that we really wanted to be able to help as well. So that started our research process for Steady Mood, which is our product for PMS and specifically for mood-related symptoms. So unlike cramping, where you just take it during your period whenever you're cramping, as needed. Steady mood you take every day. And this is, Hmm. yes, this is strategic. This is by design (laughs) because like I said, we look at PMS and dysmenorrhea totally separately. Mm -hmm. PMS is usually attributed to nutrient deficiencies, also stress and inflammation again. So in order to really thoroughly address those, it's a slower process than just, you know, stopping period cramps in the moment. So we encourage people to take steady mood every day as a daily multi and address those nutrient deficiencies over time, combat that stress over time, combat inflammation over time. And we have ingredients in there for each purpose. So we have vitamin B6, calcium, iron, magnesium, zinc. Calcium, magnesium, and zinc are the usually the main culprits of like nutrient deficiencies that are mm-hmm. correlated to PMS. So I was going to say magnesium. I just have to say every OBGYN we had in season one was like, do magnesium, magnesium, magnesium. Yes. take magnesium, yeah. yes. magnesium. Yes. Immediately, right. yes, yes. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of magnesium and, and calcium and zinc and iron in here too. And then the additional herbal ingredients are rhodiola and saffron. So rhodiola and saffron are in there, especially rhodiola, to help with stress. Mm. So people don't always make this connection with PMS, but it is, it is just so closely linked. Like I mentioned at the top of the podcast that I'm having shorter cycles and I really haven't changed anything in my lifestyle uh, for the last like three months that I've been experiencing it, mm-hmm. but I have been experiencing stress since the mm. beginning of the year. I had some stressful events and whether it's healthy stress or it's upsetting stress, if your body is producing cortisol, a stress hormone, that can impact mm-hmm. when you're ovulating, mm-hmm. what hormones you're producing. And ovulation is really the main event of the cycle, right. I would argue. But I didn't know that until Courtney kind of explained it to me, but I thought the period is, is you know... It gets a lot of buzz for good reason, right? It's when a lot it of does. our issues are. <laughs> the period is trending. We don't talk the about ovulation. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, but when we talk about whole cycle health, we really want to look at all phases of the cycle, especially ovulation, because yes. when you ovulate, you just you produce progesterone, which is amazing. It has lots of benefits that are, you know, Regardless of whether you're trying to get pregnant, it's really a healthy event. So steady mood supports healthy ovulation and eases stress so that you're not disrupting that cycle. I'm going to need that. I, we, we've talked about painful ovulation. I am a person that has painful mm. ovulation. So that sounds yeah. amazing to be very helpful. Yeah, I would love for you to start it right I away. will. 
That sounds amazing. <laughs> it sounds great. It's happening. Yes, I know. And what about energy? I want to try flow? energy. I know. I'm like, wait, exactly. I saw it's that. Flowing like, it. that looks so, I'm like, I want to know all about it. Tell me all about it. Tell us all about I'm it. I'm glad you asked. Energy flow. So like I said, we keep asking, right? Okay, what else can we solve? And we now that we have a customer base, we have a nice feedback loop where people are you know, telling us what they're struggling with and we'll try to innovate around that. Energy flow was born because we noticed a lot of people were experiencing fatigue, like an extreme dip in energy levels, not just like the day before your period, but really the week or two before. So that's, you know, 25 to 50% of your life that you're just feeling low energy. And we love that you get an energy spike around ovulation, but what do you do after that? You know, and a lot of us just turn to caffeine because it helps us feel better in the moment. It helps us get through our day or our morning, at least, until we crash. (laughs) And we really wanted people to know that caffeine can make your period symptoms worse. Mm. So this was also something I did not know growing up. Nobody told me this. And it was part of the reason why I had a bad reaction to Midol because Midol has caffeine in it. Sure. Yeah, which is kind of crazy to me because it, it's literally an exacerbator of period pain and period symptoms. So ideally you want to avoid caffeine in the week or two leading up to your period. We realize that is a tall ask. <laughs> you see my eyes get really big. Like, oh my gosh, no. That's when we want it most, yes. right? And so yes. we're like, okay, how do we help people make that transition? I love coffee. I, I love my morning latte or whatever I'm getting. And it, it was just really hard to part with that idea of relying on caffeine to get through those, you know, fatigue spells of the cycle cycle. So we made a tea that is caffeine free. It gives you an energy and focus support by using super herbs. So these are adaptogens just like we use in cramp aid and steady mood. Our herbal blend right now has peppermint, ginkgo, schisandra, and eleuthero. So Cassandra and Eleuthera are the adaptogens that I was talking about. So they really help your body cope with stress and adapt to stress. And it can really help you avoid those fatigue moments. Ginkgo is also a natural energy booster. And then peppermint lends a nice aroma that has also been shown to give some energy more you know, more balanced energy, not this kind of energy where you're getting a short spike and then you're crashing. So that was the idea behind energy flow. And yeah, you can take it throughout the cycle, but we find that it's most helpful during those, you know, hormonal low points after ovulation. I love it. It's like you're covering I'm everything. Go get some. I'm going to go get some right now. I know. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I have a special discount code for FlowPod listeners. I made it this morning. What? Yay! Yay! Thank you, Mimi. That's amazing. Absolutely. I just so thought of it this sweet. morning. I was like, I hope everyone gets to try these products. So I made a code, FlowPod20, okay. for 20% off for your listeners. Oh, my gosh. And wow, yeah, thank you. They can DM us if they have any questions. I would love to see how it goes for your audience, considering that there's a lot of folks listening with really difficult periods and yes. um, I think we can support them. Yeah. I love this. Yeah. Love it. Lowpod20. Awesome. Co. 
<laughs> Thank you so much, indeed. And we, you know, you talk about setting a new standard. A new standard is absolutely what so many of our listeners with extreme periods and extreme symptoms are looking for as they seek a diagnosis, as they get re-diagnosed, as they go through their journey. It's about setting a new standard of periods not being a problem. That's another thing I saw on the Deloon yeah. site. Mm-hmm. I guess one question that we all deal with when we're dealing with extreme symptoms and our listeners deal with is, are there any quick fixes? Right. Uh, is there anything we can do to speed up the process? In mm-hmm. your experience using these products, how long does it take to feel relief? Mm-hmm. And I know that's a hard question, but just, yeah. Yeah, no, it's a great question. I think it's a fair question. I think, you know, that if I were just starting out on my period journey, I would want to know how long I should expect and what kind of effort I really need to put in. And that wasn't made clear to me growing up. So I'm glad people are asking this. Um, with hormonal health, there aren't quick fixes. I mentioned three cycles earlier. So this is what Courtney and I talk about as being kind of a good rule of thumb for, you know, trying to make hormonal changes. So three cycles is typically the time that it takes for you to optimize progesterone levels. And if you're taking a supplement every day, like steady mood for three cycles, that is trying to do just that we recommend that you do it for at least that period of time so you can really start seeing the benefits over time. You're going to build up those stores of nutrients that we talked about, calcium, magnesium, zinc. You're going to help your body cope with the stress with, you know, an adaptogenic herb like rhodiola. And ideally, you're going to start ovulating really normally and healthily and producing the progesterone that you need And when you have healthy ovulation, you often have much easier periods. So that is kind of the key um, for addressing PMS or hormonal health. So, you know, it's not an eternity, three cycles. That's not bad. You know, that's not bad. A non-pregnancy trimester. A quarter trimester, but it does take consistency, right? So you got to be sticking with whatever supplement you're adding to your routine. Okay. Um, so that's for PMS and hormonal health. But I will say, like, when it comes to period cramps, there kind of is a quick fix. <laughs> I mean, you can address period pain in the moment, usually. You know, if, you're, if you don't have, let's say, a, an underlying issue like endometriosis, most people with period pain can find relief if they are targeting the things that are actually happening in the uterus, like I was talking about before. So any kind of anti-inflammatory is going to be great for helping you ease the pain in the moment. Any any type of antispasmodic herb is going to be really helpful. And I think, I, I just wish I had known that because these are not, I wasn't in the practice of taking herbs or vitamins or minerals when I was growing up. So I didn't even know that these things could help. Mm. And with our ingredients, these studies that we referenced, they're looking at the pain an hour after taking these dosages. So it is that's uh, quick. a quick turnaround that your body metabolizes these things mm. and starts to respond for the most part. For CrampAid, we ask every person who purchases this product we send a follow-up survey and ask them about their pain before and after taking it. And about 92% of people experience relief in one hour after the first dose. Mm. So that should be very encouraging, I hope, to your listeners because 
you know, if you find the right thing for your body, and I encourage you to try cramp aid, it can really bring you relief fast. Um, and then coupling that with a longer term supplement of addressing those hormonal issues, you can really start to see better periods in a, in a pretty quick time. That you just it's encouraging, yeah. The sex educator and the sex therapist in me is like, Ooh, how does this if you're working on all of this in regards to your period, especially if you have an extreme flow, just getting back to a balance mm-hmm. and how that can really help with your whole person, like your whole relation, the relationship with yourself, right? Like, so your sexual relationship will probably improve your emotional relationship with yourself. Right, your mood, totally. your stress. Yeah, so I, this is very, it's very exciting to hear about it, right? That's amazing. It's all connected, right? It's like, all connected. If, if we're enduring pain every month, that is inevitably going to be really hard on our mood, yeah. right? And then that's going to cause us stress. Right. And then that's going to exacerbate the PMS cycle. Right. So, you know, the sooner that you can try to get a handle on just, okay, what's going to give me relief right now? And what's going to help me make some longer-term hormonal changes, you'll be on a good path. Yeah. You know, but yeah, that's kind of um, what inspired our our use of the phrase, the period burden. What you're talking Mm -hmm. about is Mm -hmm. all these downstream effects of Mm -hmm. period symptoms. Because they're not, we talk a lot. Yeah. They're not, they're connected and we talk about how we have for so long and we are in the changing point, but we have for so long been conditioned to say, well, it's just that hard. Well, right. it is just that hard. Right, just right. deal Existing with that. Oh my God. symptoms. Yes. Mm-hmm. The fact that you just use the word adapt is kind of blowing my mind because I've been obsessed with uh, a new kind of research project that we're doing that I would love to Ooh. tease here. Yes, please. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> Those phrases that you just said of like, this is just how it is. It is what it is. You know, we learn to deal with the pain. Those are phrases that I've heard just way too often. Talking with prospective customers or just, you know, when I tell people what I do and I tell them about Deloon and I might ask them like, oh, do you have period problems? Do you have period pain issues? And they'll say no. And then I ask, okay, well, have you ever skipped work because of period cramps? And say, yeah, yeah. Okay, can you rate your pain out of 10? Oh, it's like an eight or nine out of 10, or maybe seven, maybe seven. And so when you look at the facts, these period symptoms, especially pain, are really affecting our lives. And we've been taught to normalize that to Mm -hmm. such an extent that some people see it as, you know, something you can just completely suppress or ignore. And it's not normal. It's common, it's not normal, and we're, we're almost trying to denormalize mm-hmm. period pain, if that makes sense. Yeah, we, of it. course, when we say you're, it's your period, it's not a problem, that's kind of aspirational. We want to live in a world where no one has a problem with their period. No one is living in fear of what's going to happen if they go to class and they get their period pain. Mm. But the reality is a lot of us are living with this and it should be taken seriously. So we are starting a little research project. Well, hopefully not a little research project. We're hoping that'll grow into a big research project because we are really curious in the psychology behind period pain. And I have become obsessed. I don't know if you've ever heard about this, but there is a 
model of pain behavior called the avoidance endurance model of pain. And it basically posits that you can be somewhere on a spectrum between avoidance and endurance. And so on the avoidance side, you are basically catastrophizing your pain, right? And you are feeling really anxious about your pain and it's a huge deal to you to such a point that you are like not even leaving your home when Mm. you're anticipating pain. And that can be debilitating in its own way. And then on the other end of the spectrum is endurance. And this is, this has just like captured my fascination because I've heard so many people say, I just deal with it. Mm -hmm. And this is, not an adaptive pain behavior. Like this is maladaptive because you are just exposing your brain to pain signals for days, for months, for years, unnecessarily. Mm-hmm. And that can actually be harmful in itself. There are studies that show that enduring pain, especially menstrual pain, because it's month after month for a long time, it can have long-term risks. So it can increase your sensitivity to pain in general. It can lower your mood, like we talked about. Mm -hmm. It can disrupt your sleep. Mm -hmm. And it can possibly even predispose you to other chronic pain conditions. So this is something that pain researchers are really interested in. And I'm just kind of, (laughs) I've gone down a rabbit hole of researching this model of pain because I think there is a lot of insight in here for menstrual pain sufferers that the sweet spot is somewhere in between where you are adapting to your pain, like you said, and you're not enduring it too much. You're not catastrophizing too much. You're, you have a balance, right, of smart adaptations that you make in your life to your pain, and you're really listening to these symptoms and making adjustments as needed. Yeah. Mm. The difference of words between it's common, it's common for us to think that endurance Mm -hmm. is normal or that's common that people are enduring, but it would be normal to manage, to respond and manage to the pain. It's a slight semantic shift, but it it carries a lot of weight, I think, especially in the context of period pain. Absolutely. Well, and I think it's like that generational belief too. Like, this is what we do, right? Like, if your mom leads the same way you do, right? Like, it's just what we do. No, enough just is enough. Yeah, enough is and enough. I think a lot of people in my generation and younger than me are really questioning those cycles, which mm. is exciting. That's a lot more people are going to therapy, which I think yes. is not a coincidence. You know, <laughs> we're looking at what did we learn? What would we like to unlearn? Yes. And I think pain endurance is a huge thing that I would love to kind of just get a megaphone and stand on a hill and just say, guys, you don't have to endure this pain, please. There are things you can do. There are options that you have. There are people you can talk to. There are whole communities like the Bloom community and so many other communities Mm -hmm. online. The Flow podcast. There are people who can help you through this and you don't have to endure it. Love that. I mean, a yum, amen. Yeah. I mean, yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And you're walking. Oh, yeah, here they go. Here they go. We like to do that. Here they go. <laughs> you're talking the talk and walking the walk. This research project. Can you just in our last couple minutes tell us? Yeah, what? Who's involved or anything else when it starts? Yeah, absolutely. We have it live. Actually, if your listeners would like to participate, it is at periodcramps.com. 
Okay. So it is the team that brought you Deloon Menstrual Relief Supplements. We are launching this research project in partnership with friends at Harvard Medical. So we have been working with a couple researchers there for a few years, actually, because we're designing our own clinical trial for cramp aid, which is a long process. But that is one of our dreams to just be able to validate it in, in a clinical setting. So we're working with those same partners to launch the period pain project as we're calling it right now. And it's, the goal is really to explore if there are associations among dysmenorrhea symptoms and behaviors and perceptions and particularly pain endurance behaviors. So if folks want to participate, it's at periodcramps.com. We haven't started analyzing our results yet. My hypothesis is that we are going to see a lot of people with this endurance behavior, but we will probably not analyze the results until we have at least 200 responses. And I think we're at like 70 right now. So they can be absolutely part of this ongoing study. And maybe we could give an update on where we are in a few weeks. We'd love that. That would be exciting. We're a monthly show. Let's check in. We would absolutely adore to hear how this progresses. It's so inspiring to hear you. I mean, our hypothesis, we're not as clinically, I'm not as clinically minded. I speak for myself. But my hypothesis would be to support your hypothesis. And I think it'll be... (laughs) Wonderful to have that data available. This has been so I'm enlightening. Thank you for coming on with us. Is there anything else, real quick, we want to sh- you want to share with our community before we wrap it up? Oh wow! Anything else? That was a great tee up for the research project, and we're going to come back with you in a couple months. <laughs> yeah, so that's amazing. Yeah. That sounds. I can't wait to hear what comes out of that. Me too. Honestly, I I don't know what's going to happen. So mm-hmm. I think it's fun to stay tuned with this project. There isn't a lot of data on menstrual pain, suffering. Shocked, right? Yeah, We're all shocked really shocked about that. Right. But this is part of why we, we're a public benefit corporation. So we incorporated with the legal ability to make business decisions based around our public benefit mission. So not just financial uh, decisions, but we make decisions around that. And our public benefit mission is to advance menstrual health research. So that's what we're trying to do. Take the quiz, periodcramps.com. Also at Deloon.co, use your slow pod 20 discount and really just let me know how it's going. I love talking about this and I just, I love having real conversations, real talk about period symptoms and what we can do to make it better. So yeah. It's inspiring to hear about the progress. We will include all of those links in our show notes and we will talk to you again, Mimi. Thank you so much. Thank Thank you you so much for having me. Supporting our fellow menstruators, support yourself with self-care. Flow 20, thank you so much to Loon. I mean, supporting yourself with self-care is normal. Not supporting yourself might be what has been common in the past. What's not normal is to be told to toughen up. That's mm-hmm. not the future. And also, it's not normal to just be shoved might all in your face, right? We were talking about that being the old solution for Mimi. What was might all? Who invented might all? Right, old white men. One would assume. I tried Midol for a little bit, but it was the caffeine was way too jittery. I couldn't Mm. do it. Did you ever have Midol in your experience? Oh, I sure did. I sure did. I was, I don't, probably, maybe the second year I had my period, I started using Midol. I was like, I'll use it. And mind you, friends, I'm a bleeder, right? So Mm. it takes me a long time. I'm going to bleed 
kind of heavy. So my happy little self was off at Camp Bold Eagle, hemophilia camp, putting my meds in the what, the infirmary at that time. We don't use that word anymore, but the infirmary. And our head nurse, who I love with all my heart, Sue Adkins, saw my mitol in the shelf, on the shelf, and was like, whose is this? You should not be taking this. This is not good for you, Sarah. What are you doing? And kind of walked me through why mitol was not going to be good for me, and especially because I'm a bleeder. So I got a stern talking to from my favorite nurse, Sue, and I can say I never took mitol again after that. Oh, round of applause for Sue. What did Amy? Amy called her a firm nurse. Nothing like a firm firm nurse. nurse. She's a A firm nurse. A (laughs) firm I think she'd like that too. <laughs> yeah, but she really, she helped me. It was just an innocent, you know, an innocent thing. I thought, okay, this is what everyone else does when they they are having cramps or they're struggling. So that's what I did. Yeah. And Sue set me straight. Thank you, Sue. Another round of applause for Sue Atkins for being set yeah. straight, for straight talk about extreme <laughs> periods. That's it for June. Stay with us through the hot summer or whatever temperature it is when you're hearing this. <laughs> Next episode is going to feature the period hackers. Until then, exit Keep line. bleeding? I don't know. Keep bleeding. <laughs> bleed on. Bleed Blow on, bleeders. <laughs> bleed on, menstruators. Bleed on, menstruators. But also Menstruate take care on. of yourself. Yes. Take care of the bleed. Take care of the bleed. I'm going to keep all of that, I think. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Bloodstream Media is more than just a rare disease podcast network. With shows on chronic pain, menstrual health, and Dungeons & Dragons. Yes, Dungeons & Dragons. Bloodstream Media's got a little something for everyone. Visit bloodstreammedia.com or find Bloodstream Media on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram to learn more. Flow is produced by Bloodstream Media. Shout out to Amy Board, creative director, and your hosts, Sarah Watson and Jessica Richmond. In 2022, Flow will have new episodes the second Thursday of every month. Hey, that's the day after I start menstruating. <laughs>